Good morning again. <laughs> morning. It's uh it's official since it's on camera. Um Justil and I uh oftentimes have been asked throughout our journey, why did we give up or switch, trade, however you want to look at it, the life that we lived for the RV life. And what better way as we're approaching a year, and we're not quite there, but we're approaching a year in the RV of talking about why we chose the RV life and then some things that we've learned from that, good and bad, right? Um, without, without uh, you know, if you, if you view failure in the eyes of it's being, it's, it's your success as well. I think RV life has taught uh, us many things or taught me many things. Um, so I'm going to let Jacille kind of talk about what her why she wanted to do the RV life uh, the idea originated from her and uh, I jumped on with a lot of excitement and we were off well it, it started with you know for a long time we've moved every year year and a half I think the longest we ever spent in any place was two years in an apartment so I always had this notion that, you know, once we had the house, everything would feel somewhat settled and life would feel better. And then we got the house and, you know, you know, a few months later, it just felt, you know, the same, like it was still, you know, busy and we weren't really like connecting to the level that I wanted to. And life just seemed very chaotic. And to me, without intention, purpose, uh, fulfillment. It was just like doing the things that everybody else does, but I wasn't finding true fulfillment in those things that we were doing. Um, like, you know, taking kids to a million sports activities and just driving everybody around and weekends are busy with games and just doing the things that we had to do as adults or like that people do. But I was like, this is not fulfilling for me. So I was I don't even know how I came across it I was on YouTube it was I think it was YouTube yeah and I came across this woman talking about RV life and everything she was saying was like what I wanted for myself for my family like she was talking about how her family was so connected and how she was homeschooling her kids and all the adventures they were going on and have been on and all these things and I was like that's what I want you know like I don't I don't care if we have a big house, if we're just like busy with life all the time and we're not actually enjoying life itself. <laughs> um, and it was from there that I was like, we had thought about it a few years prior, but one of my big things was that Alex was still in the Navy and I didn't want to get an RV while he was still in the Navy because then that would mean that we were stationary. And I was like, the whole purpose is to travel is not to be stationary. So now we were coming, we were closer to him potentially getting out of the Navy. And that's why I was like, you know what? Maybe now is a good time for us to do this again, like to revisit this idea of living in an RV. Yeah, I think uh, when I when I when I go back to that, uh, you know, there's the self and then there's the ego. And uh, I can say that I was caught up in the nine to five and I was really caught up into the ego uh of my ego and what i mean by that is the material side of things i was i was focused externally uh but i was i, I like Jacil said we i wasn't enjoying my life uh how i thought that i would uh, want it 
and uh you know there was there was life moves as we've mentioned in, in previous podcasts and and instagram lives that you know like we were there was a point where we were like hey it's time to get separated it's time to like we need to really figure out ourselves and uh, i thought that this was a great opportunity to you know silence the noise like one thing i wrote down uh when i was when i told you still last night i was like hey let's do this this idea let's do this topic was one of the good things for me was less is better and uh you know when you're able for me looking out externally when i was able to silence the noise i was turning it down and looking in now starting to look internally with myself and sitting with myself more and and being able to spend more time with the family uh you know like that was really something that I was uh, wanting when I was in the Navy, you know, like I wanted less, I wanted to be able to spend more time with the family. And, uh, but I, but I also was fearful of, you know, like the financial insecurity or the instability and things of that nature. And so I was letting that get in my way for a long time uh, until I decided to make that choice uh, to, to get out of the Navy. So yeah, our real life, it was just, it was that I brought it up to Alex and, you know, after a couple of weeks of looking at different things and whatnot, we made a decision and we found something we liked and we bought it. And, you know, we started working on selling all our stuff in the house and getting rid of everything and moving by February, we were officially moved into the RV. It took us about two months just to get you know like let the holidays go by and start really working on getting rid of all our stuff from the house um even though we hadn't lived there long we only had like seven months you know we just had accumulated a bunch of stuff for household living that wasn't going to make it into the rv i had and... this, i had this vision go ahead sorry no go ahead no, I was gonna say I had this vision, you know, some of that when she says stuff, I had this vision, you know, like, like a lot of people, I, I say the American dream where you have this beautiful house, white picket fence, like I, I had started to buy things to build on additions to our house and do stuff like that. I was the cart was before the horse and and a lot of things I never really even use and we had to sell a lot of it. Um, but I think we did a very good job in, in the sense of, you know, we set out like this is what we want to do when we executed selling almost or not almost we we sold everything um and and hectically moved into the rv in a week yeah and i think that's where one of my you know fears i i say came up was when we bought this house it the previous owner had lived in it for about 40 years and they hadn't done much to it in the last probably decade um, and it needed a lot of work as far as like what an updated house looked like and what people typically look like or look for now in a home. And Alex had wanted to like start doing all of that. And I didn't feel like we were in a place financially to afford those type of changes to a home. Um, and he wanted to do it himself and not pay for somebody to do it. <laughs> And those two things themselves were just a big issue for me where I was like, I don't want this house to now be a never ending project that we're living in, that we're just constantly like pouring money into the house 
to make it better. And there's always going to be something to make better because it's an old home and it wasn't falling apart. Like the home was fine, but it was outdated, you know? And I was like, I don't care that it's outdated. I'm like, it functions, it works. You know, I don't need the brand new, perfect looking home. I was like, I just need it functional. As long as it's functional, like we're not having like water come in and, you know, floors breaking or something, which it wasn't like, there was a few little things like a deck outside, I needed some fixing, some floorboards fixed and things like that. But for the most part, the home was fine. And that's where I was like, why, you know, spend a year's worth of income into this house unless this is truly our forever home, which we knew at the time, like if in five years, which was Alex's contract with the Navy at the time, he had about another five years. If they were to, you know, send him somewhere else, we would end up having to sell the home either way. So I was like, it doesn't make sense to pour our life savings and everything into this house just to then get up and move. <laughs> um, so that was like another big pushing point for me to get out of the house was I want something that doesn't need to be updated, doesn't need to be fixed, um, that we don't need to buy a bunch of tools to maintain it because that was an issue at the time of living in a home. Yeah, I also think I had a different mindset then. And uh, with a lot of things in my life, I, I have a vision at the beginning. And, uh, you know, I, I tend to I tend to get off path sometimes. And uh, with the vision with the house, it was it was uh, an idea of like, oh, you know, like this could be rental and a property one day. And, and, you know, I'm very fortunate that Jocelyn and I came up with the, with the same decision of like, Hey, that it's time to sell because, you know, like oftentimes, you know, like where we're at and in, in our stage and, and where we're trying to go is like, we're trying to raise our consciousness and we're trying to raise our vibration. And, and uh, you know, we, we didn't want things to hold us down in different parts of, of the country that that could could pull us back there. So I, I think that, you know, initially, you know, when I was stuck in the nine to five and I was and I was really following the ego, it's that's what I wanted. Right. I wanted uh, I wanted to to have a, a passive income. Right. So to speak. But it, 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 there's there's that it was, it was drawn from a place of like, I, I, I want my value is in financial security. Like I, 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 my personal value is, is making money. So like that, that was all from a place that, that we both came to realize is like, Hey, our goal is to, to really silence the noise outside and be able to focus on the family and, and spend some quality time together and, and, and create new memories and and so we did that we, we got off the got out of the house uh, we sold the house pretty quick and we got more than we thought we would <laughs> I, I mean I I thought we would we uh, got more than we we thought we would and uh, then we just started off the RV life so talk to me about going into it we so you, you talked about the vision for the RV talk to me about as as we some let's talk about the good the, the good things that you've start started to see um or have felt when you moved into the rv and, and that transition 
I mean, with four kids and a huge house, one, you know, simple thing is just there's more time to do other things than clean and meals because there's less of everything. So, you know, food wise, uh, chore wise, you know, there's less to do. So there's more time, more free time to just relax and be with the kids and um, enjoy you know, time versus there's constantly something to do. So I think that's, and I mean, like, even in the RV, you know, technically there is always something to do as well, but it can be done so much quicker versus like we're in the house. It, you know, we used to have these mountains of clothing that would take like two days to put laundry away because we all had so much clothes and we had so much laundry were in the RV that just never happens because we do smaller loads and it's easier to just like put them away right away. And everybody has about a fourth of the closet that they had in the house. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody got to keep even like half their clothes. <laughs> we have like about a fourth. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's brought into perspective how much we think we need and how much we accumulate, you know, all the time. And, and in reality, life can just be simplified by taking away all the extra stuff like you can really simplify things and that's what we've done in everything is just simplify everything and that has brought us closer together because we've been able to spend more time together and go on more adventures together where before you know like you wake up in the morning there's like 10 million chore things to do before you even walk out the door now it's like it's a quick get up eat put on your clothes and you know go on an adventure do what you got to do yeah, I will say that, like, it's funny when you say that, like, the perspective in the laundry, like, I I, I, rem I remember, like, being in the RV, and there's sometimes where I'm like, damn, I don't want to put away the laundry, and uh, as soon as you, sa you said piles of laundry, I, I remember there was a time where, you know, when we had the bunk beds with the kids, <laughs> like, the bottom bunks were, like, full to the top, and uh, yeah. <laughs> it took us, like, four or five days to put that away, so... I am thankful that our laundry <laughs> pile is not as big. Um, that goes into like just what I was saying earlier is like less is better. And and that that concept goes into our house as well, right? Like uh, we, we did cut down on everything uh, significantly and uh, it, it's made our life easier. And I also think, that, you know, like for me, one of the big, the, the great things that I didn't know was it was going to be my medicine, but it was all of our medicines, but more for me was like going outside and, and nature being in nature more often and, and doing things, hikes and playing outside and, and just how much we as people need nature, right? Like before cell phones and, you know, technology, you know, we, the human race, you know, we, we regulated ourselves through nature. And so being in the rat race, I didn't realize how much nature really was helpful i didn't know nature was is was going to provide so much benefit for me so you know like nature play and and really connecting with the the elements around has was a has it been a really good thing for me in the in the rv and that was one of my reasonings one of my big pushes because i've always loved going on hikes and into nature things like even when you know we were married like that was one of my, you know, favorite trips that we ever took was to Yosemite in California. Um, and we, we spent, I think, about five days there. 
um, it was it was about a week, and I just remember it was one of the best weeks of just being fully immersed in nature, going on hikes every day, and not necessarily you know running around doing all. And it wasn't because we were on vacation because we had gone on vacations before. It was the fact of being in nature, like fully immersed into nature in, in that way that I found so blissful and I wanted to recreate that. And once again, like throughout our marriage, I, I have always pushed for like, let's go on hikes, let's do the nature things. Like that's always been my thing. So living in an RV, I was like, we'll get to do that all the time versus just on a weekend or, you know, a few times a month. Um, and that's what we've been able, you know, like during the summer, especially the door just lived open and the moment the kids woke up, like they got dressed and they're just outdoors all day long. Like they come back to eat and then they're back outside. And that was like, when we had the house, we had a decent backyard, but they never wanted to go out there. <laughs> like they just did not want to play in the backyard. And granted at the time we had TVs and tablet and this, and like all these, you know, electronic devices that kept the kids from going outside and even though like I tried regulating them and you know limiting the time that they use them it is so much simpler to not have that fight and just you know what fine here but now it's like we had the one tv in the rv which you know if there's no wi-fi on the campground and we don't turn on our hotspot it doesn't work <laughs> so the kids can't really say hey what, like turn on the tv it's like oh it's not working that's it and like the majority of the time that's it's not working and it's just not working um and then we got rid of all other electronic devices um other than our own you know cell phones like the kids don't have tablets they don't have anything other than the tv and the tv once again if you're not in a place where it gets like satellite cable or wi-fi it doesn't work and most of the time they don't even care to turn it on or, or figure it out and granted we're like the colder months they're indoors a little bit more um but they my our third daughter broke the tv recently so there really is no tv in the rv so yeah you know just playing with dirt and rocks <laughs> yeah you know like i guess being in it when you when you're living it day to day you don't you don't see the immediate benefits uh or, or not not immediate benefits you you don't really it doesn't jump out to you but like when when we go back into i guess society's terms like when we go back and we were around other kids or or people that are not living the life that we're living we we can see the differences in our children and their children and and I often bring gratitude that we chose that path because like it's I don't think that we as society and as individuals understand how much we use like TV and, and other things to um, regulate our children. And I, I'm guilty. I'm not I'm not saying I wasn't guilty of that. Right. Like before we did the RV life, I was very guilty of that and still in the rv life there's times where i'm like here let you know like let's for for our third daughter right and so or for our third child um our first daughter and uh you know like it's it's cool to see when you're able to pull back the benefits for the kids as well i want to i want to kind of hone this question in a little bit more and ask you like how has the rv life helped you evolve right like we went in and we wanted to spend more time uh, with with uh, 
our family with each other you know like we wanted to get to know ourselves more outside of like the the construct how has the rv helped you evolve i it has you know given me clarity on what i do want and what i don't want and one thing for a long time i believed i was like if i just had more help at home like things would be better as far as like me not parenting alone all the time like having another person to parent with and now that you and I have been together, uh, I mean, we've, we have been now home together technically for 14 months as parenting together because Alex started being home a year, over a year ago because of Linabel. Um, And this will be a podcast for another time, but she's healing from a brain tumor and the Navy gave him you know, permission to be home before he even got out of the Navy. So he's been home now for about 14 months. We've been parenting together for 14 months, um, both of us home full time. And I mean, at, at some point I got a job for a little bit, but it was very, you know, limited hours. Um, either way, what I've come to realize is I, I, as much as I enjoy being home with my, my children, um, I do not want them in a public school system. I don't think that that will ever be part of their life. I also do not want to be the sole caretaker around the clock for my kids. And I am very clear on that. It's not something I want to do because I have my own, you know, aspirations and my dreams and passions and things I want to pursue. And when you're taking care of four kids around the clock, if you don't make a schedule, if you do not take the time away from them, you will not get to do anything. Like it will be 10 p.m. before you know it. And you're just as exhausted as the kids and putting them to bed puts you to bed. And then waking up in the morning early is it's also a struggle. So I've realized like, even though I do want to be with my children and I want to be around them and doing that, there's also things I want to do for me. And I don't want to wait another 10 years for them to be old enough to like, you know, allow me the time to do it. So that's, our new chapter in a sense like we're trying to figure out how that's going to look moving forward and then you know living in an rv you can't just say i'm going to go to the office like i'm going to go to the other room because you're going to hear everything the kids can open you know there's only one door that locks and it's a tiny bathroom so <laughs> that's been another big part of figuring this out is you know do we does one of us work in the van in the in our minivan or it does you know the parent that's watching the kids take the kids in the minivan and the other one stay in the RV and like just finding out the logistics of what does that look like for us moving forward. And I mean, we have a couple of ideas and things that were in the plans and, you know, they, they still have to be hashed out and figured out, but that's, that has been, you know, the part of the end of the summer was us trying to figure out how to give each other time without the kids to work on the things that we want to work on versus just taking care of the kids together all the time, because it just, it, you know, for a long time, it just felt like it was just one big day meshed into months because every day was just kind of the same, you know, thing. It's like, yes, you go on adventures, you do this, but the point is like, you're around the clock, just taking care of kids. And I know like I've done this for nine years now, nonstop. I've just hit a point where I was like, I know I want to do more with my life and I know that I can do more with my life and I'm ready to do more with my life than just take care of my kids. I am grateful for the opportunity to be home with them 
and that I don't have to put them in school and all these things. And I also know that I want more. So. Yeah, I think that's a good point. You know, like we were, we were talking about the benefits of the RV and, and I said something at the very beginning that like our failures, if you look at your failures as your biggest successes, as you were talking, a lot of things came up for me and I, I wanted to talk about the bad because that's also, you know, why we started this was to live authentically through the good and the bad and like sharing that journey. And one of the, just to kind of elaborate and talk a little bit more into what Jasil's saying is like for myself, you know, when you go from 13 years of so much structure, you know, I, I thought like, oh, great. Like this would be, this would be the best thing for me. And I'm not saying it wasn't, but this would be the best thing to just the RV life and get to spend more time with the kids and the family. And, uh, and I went to everything with just flowing, going with the flow. And, and there was really no structure. And as Jacille was talking about, like, I, I can't speak on her journey, but on my journey, like, I'm like, this is what's going to heal me and uh, or, or help me heal. And, and it has to a point, but without the structure that I've thrived in, uh, I, I've started to hit these internal blocks, right? I've started, it, it started around the end of August and, and it's kind of, it, it started to fester and fester and fester. And, and, and so like, I think the, the, I say the bad, but like there, there has to be a balance, right? Like when, when you want for us, we, we chose this life, we, we jumped in head first. And now that we're, we're kind of ironing out the details, there's, there's, you know, like the balance. And so like, we both come to realize, and, and now I'm, I'm turning this into the success is we've both come to realize is like, yeah, we love spending time with the family, but we also have to create, uh, our lives right individually and then together but like more importantly like when you when we look at a relationship aspect and we've talked about this you have to fill your cup before you can fill your relationship cup and what was ha what what's what's happening or was happening is that like we were spending so much time together that that <laughs> we were we weren't we weren't going towards our missions right and collectively it was it's it's hurting us both and so that's something that you know, as we approach this upcoming year, we, we, we transition, right? Like we love the RV life and, and I, I'm sure that this wouldn't be the last of the RV life, but like we, we really want to create a life where, you know, Jasil can work on her projects. I can work on our, my projects. We can work on projects together, you know, when, whenever time permits. And, uh, you know, like we create separation, not just between ourselves, but with the, with the kids, right? Because I, I say I say this be, now experiencing it. Nobody wants to be with someone twenty four seven. And I'm not just speaking about Jasil. I'm speaking more like with my kids. Like I've spent, we've spent a lot of time with our kids. And and there might be people out there that say, oh, you don't want to spend time with your kids. How about you spend twenty four hours a day, seven days a week for an extended period of time, and you tell me how you feel. I, this is just you know my feeling, and and I think that it's been a benefit to me and and understanding that what i wanted a year ago is is what i want now but with balance yeah and i think a big part of that too is you know since we don't have our own piece of land you know like we're in these campgrounds we are constantly having to watch or like see where our kids are it's not like we're just like okay go play by and like not see them for hours and hours and hours where 
you know, we've talked about this, like if we had our own piece of land, it would be different because maybe we wouldn't worry so much about where the kids are and what they're doing um, because it's, you know, like we know what's on the land and we could communicate via walkie talkies or whatnot. So there's still, you know, and then we still have two little young ones that are always back with us. So even if the boys go and play like that with their friends, we also, we always have, you know, the girls with us because they're too young to just go off and play on their own. So it's, you know, I've, I've already known that I wanted time away from my kids. Um, that was part of me, you know, getting a job for a little bit um, when we were stationary in Virginia. And now after, you know, spending all this time on the road and everything, like I've had a lot of ideas and projects and things that I want to bring into life. And it's been very slow to catch um, momentum. And that's where I've felt stuck in the RV life because I can't just run away to a room and work on this. And I really need the support of my partner to allow me that time to do it. So that's where it's it's become difficult where like in a house, I could have just said, you know what, I'm going to the office to work on this. I can't do that here. So I we, we have to be in full communication on the same page, you know, have a plan to say, you know, I'm going to go here, or I'm going to take the car, or I'm going to stay in the RV. What are you going to do with the kids? Um, because right now we only have one vehicle. So that's, once again, the harder part is that everything does have to be planned in an RV where usually if you live in a house you have the space or like we had two vehicles I could just leave if I wanted to right where now it's like we're down to one vehicle one small RV you know limited space and it gets when it's loud it's loud everywhere so um, that I would say is the challenges that we're learning to overcome um, now that we've been living there for you know 10 months yeah, and I, I think that we, I don't want to say we underestimated it. I don't think we understood how challenging it would be. Like we knew at some point, like that we both wanted to start a virtual career. Like we wanted to, uh, you know, for me, I wanted to coach. I want to be an inspirational speaker. I want to do all of that. And I knew that that that, that was all virtual, right? I was, I was building that around being able to move and, and spend, you know, quality time with the family. And, and Jacille knew that she wanted to do something virtual and creates create some things for for people and 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 help people uh, through hard times i don't think that we understood the challenge of of the environment that we were going in and being able to do that together and you know like part of our conversations the last few days have been about like setting time aside to to accomplish that right and and we've talked about this before and like, hey, some one of us have to, uh, to kind of to, I say hold back, but one of us have to stay stay put, while the other one uh, picks up some steam, and then and then the other one can go. And and I, 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 I can only speak for myself. Like I was resistant to that because I'm like, why can't we both have? We can't have it at the same time. But I, I didn't understand. I don't I don't think that we understood the environment at, at that time. But yeah, one of um positives of RV is obviously you can pick up and go anytime you want so we've enjoyed the moving around the traveling seeing new places uh, one of the downsides is RV requires a lot of like maintenance and <laughs> keeping up with it 
So like little things breaking here and there and then having to be stationary in a place long enough to get it fixed. Um, things like that have been like little hiccups that we've hit on the road. Um, and then just, you know, having a person who wants to do all that. Alex doesn't necessarily <laughs> want to fix things when they break. So, you know, things have been broken for a while and, and you know, I'm just waiting to get them fixed because I don't want to fix them. And then, you know, getting the kids out of the RV long enough to fix it and things like that are, is also like one of the little issues. Like we're in a house you could easily adjust and say, you know, we'll just use this sink or we'll just do this instead. And in an RV, like you have the one and if you don't fix it, then you don't have it fully functional. But, you know, overall, it's the intention with the RV life was for us to get clearer on what we wanted from life so we can build from there. It's not that we never want the house or that we'll never have a lot of stuff again. Um, I want to do it from a place of intention where it's going to feel better, it's going to like have its, you know, like there's a reason why I'm doing this. It's not just, I'm just doing this because. And then a big part of that too is for us to create a community or have the help, hands-on help for other people to also help us raise our kids because we understand that we're not enough for for kids. Like it, it is extremely overwhelming with our daughter, our third daughter. She essentially requires her own person. So even when it's me and him, it's really like one parent with three kids and then one parent with one kid because she needs her whole person. So we, that is like part of our next chapter vision is how do we bring in more hands-on help for us so we're not constantly on the clock and just swapping in a sense because that gets exhausting. Like I know anytime I go away and leave him with four kids, like he's going to need time to unwind from that because it's a lot um and same thing like vice versa you know and, and I just I got used to doing it for a long time and I was just living in exhaustion constantly and just you know putting up with it because I, I didn't have another choice like that's just what I had to do but like now being able to have someone else to lean on like I never want to go back to being the only person taking care of the kids all the time and I also don't want to put him in that position of like him being the only person taking care of the kids at all the time. But it's, you know, it might be a short phase of our life where we're going to have to do that just so we can get to the, you know, the, the other side. Yeah, I, I've said this two times before, and I think that was the underlying theme for myself of like our my failures is my biggest success. I, I was able to sit and reflect a lot last night. And when I when I look as I transition from the the nine to five to the RV, you know, like the first six months were so, so beneficial and healing and, and coming together as a couple. But when you when you don't, when you don't create the the, the systems in place or this the structure that you need, um, you may not always hit what the underlying issue is, right. And so like, we've we've come to a point where we are now wanting to, you know, we want to make more money. We want to, we want to create uh, 
when I say make more money, we want to hire our vibration and we want to give, we want to give, we want to serve. We want to, we want to, we want to give our love to the world. And with that is a, a monetary exchange. Right. And so, um, I've learned over this last year that course correction is not always negative. And I, I think that the RV life has, has shown me that, you know, like being from being in one extreme of like so much structure and, and, you know, someone tells you what to do every single day of your life to going to nothing and thinking like, oh, you know, like that's going to make life better. It's, it really doesn't. And it's about that balance of bringing the, that, that intention, like just still said that intention of what we do in our schedules. And I, I, uh, I'm excited for this next chapter because, you know, there's a lot of, we're, we're, we're really looking at time to grow each other, you know, like individually grow each other to, to grow our family. And, uh, you know, we, we enrolled in a program recently that is, is called life book that, that really is setting a path of how we want our life to look. And, uh, the, the creators, they, they mentioned something yesterday is like, this helps couples so much because oftentimes we're on different pages, um, and, and it gets you on the same page. So like, I'm, I'm excited for the future because, you know, we, we did live that life of, you know, intentionality and no, and flow with a little bit of structure. And we realize that we want to balance that back out. Well, I think a big part of it is that there has been no vision. Like it really was, let's just figure this out and let's see where it goes. And, you know, we, we finally reached that point where, we're ready to create the vision of what we actually want for the future where, you know, initially it was just, we know we don't want this. So let's do this instead. And so many people do that, right? Like, you know what you don't want. So you try to just do the opposite, but you're never clear on what you actually want. And it's that clarity where, you know, I, I can say I was clear on what I wanted in a sense or what I've been wanting but through the traveling and the adventures and then being together all the time, I've, I've lost sight of my vision. Like it's, it's become something that's gone to the back burner. And, you know, recently for me, now that I'm, you know, you sit here and you're like, holy shit, like it's been a year, you know, like it's, it's been a, you know, a year since we've done this, like what, what has happened in the past year, I have not felt like I've been moving towards that vision that I held for myself a while ago so now I'm I'm just coming back to that and I'm like okay visions back in sight I see it again that's where I want to go where I've lost sight of that in the past few months because you know just being once again stuck in the same cycle of just doing the same thing every day every day every day is I wasn't moving forward I wasn't taking the next step to what I actually want for myself in the future so with that being said, and, and as we start to wrap up, like what's next, what's next for, for us? Like, I know we talked a little bit about it, but regards to like the RV, what's next, like, um, hear from you and then I'll, and then I'll uh, chime in. I mean, the RV, there's really two options for now is like keep it and put it in storage or sell it because we, our next step is to move out of the country and we don't know the time frame on that right now because there's some things, you know, logistical things that we're, we're having to wait on. 
um, to happen here in the States. Uh, good morning, Kaden. And um, so once we figure out, you know, if we have to stay here a few more months or not, and yeah, so I know that that is the next step is either sell the RV or put it in storage and pack up our stuff and send it to another country. Yeah, and I, I think that we both agree on the vision that we want to go with, go towards with wanting to build a community and, and we want to start, you know, building our vision, not just individually, but together, we want to be intentional. So the RV is the, the year of RVing has been great, but it's time to uh, transition and, and really, uh, like we said, we want that house. We want, we want the, we want everything that we, that we were, you know, like in a sense what we had, but we want to be intentional about it. We don't, we want it, we want to create that with intentionality rather than uh, for me out of ego. Right. And and so the RV is going to, going to go into storage or get sold. And we're going to close up the chapter here and, and really focus on going towards our vision and, and, uh, and, building that support system that we really want yeah i mean if, if i had to do takeaways like lessons learned from the rv is that doing nothing is never going to be an option for me <laughs> like just going about every day just you know take care of the kids and let them play and like do a little something here and there and then that's it like that's never going to satisfy me on a personal level um, the other part is that less is more like we can live life with so much less you don't need a lot to be satisfied or to have your needs met and that I don't want to do this alone and just you know like within a marriage like just me and you and that's it like that's that is my takeaways from you know, RV life and doing this the way we have been is I want community. I want people to lean on. I want my kids to have other people to also go to because, you know, I'm early in my parenting journey. I read a lot of books and I know the importance of children, especially like our oldest just turned nine. Like once they start approaching this age of having those other adults that we fully trust, that they, they fully trust, that they can go to whenever they don't feel comfortable, you know, telling their parents something. And, you know, I would love to say as a parent, like, oh, that's never going to be my kid. Like, the, you know, we've raised them so close, like they'll tell us everything. And the truth is we don't freaking know that either. Right. Like, even if you raise them so close and, you know, tell me whatever and all of this, like, you know, there's just certain things we feel uncomfortable telling our parents or telling, you know, whatever. And, and once again, I, I don't think it's so much, like, yes, the relationship you have with your child matters. And I think it's just good to have more than just your parents. Um, because I, we see how our children act different around other adults than they do with us, which says a lot. Um, and they also, also can grow and learn from those other adults as well. So that's a big part, you know, of I know that I don't want to be the only one with just my husband raising my kids. I want more people, not just us. I don't want to do nothing. I've done nothing for <laughs> the past year. I want to do more than that. That like I am ready to add value to people's lives and influence people and impact people's lives. And less is more, you know, 
you don't need to have everything put together to like have a good life and be happy like be happy with what you have and and I think that's been a big part of the past year is like just finding happiness in the small moments being grateful for all the things we have whether it's a household full of stuff or just an RV full of stuff like just finding happiness in just nature and just walking into nature and just being with yourself versus like I have this that's why I'm happy because if it all gets stripped away does that mean your happiness does too so that, those are my like big three takeaways for from you know coming up on a year here of doing this it's funny I, I wrote some things down um and you the three takeaways for you is what I wrote down and the three takeaways for me just I, I verbalize them a little bit different but I'm glad that you elaborated on the point of like me and you um and being j just the sole providers for the kids isn't enough because I think that like that's the biggest lesson that I've learned in this is understanding like holy crap <laughs> you know th these kids require a lot and when you put them as the primary focus uh you start to lose sight like we talked about of what, what we want you want etc um and so like the community living i wrote down the community living and and the value that other people uh, provide to our children like as i've done the work uh, you know got into the work doing men's work and things of that nature like the value that other very healthy masculine men uh add to my child's life you know and, and grace and our oldest turning nine you know it, it it's going to be a time now that he starts to transition and in, in initiating into a man right and i'm not jumping too far ahead because i know some men that have created programs for their nine-year-old sons so community and then like Jasil said like less is better like i've realized that all the material things in my life that i had before didn't they brought surficial gratification and uh you know like i i can i can say that you know like yeah a little bit that that might be there a little bit still but more often i prefer less right i'm, I'm less is better so I, I like that and then the last thing that i that i put in and i think that it goes with Jasil is like you have to have structural softness right it, it's not for me i'm not happy with just waking up every day and and watching the kids play and getting to spend amount of you know copious amounts of time with Jasil. like it was fun at the very beginning and it was very healing for me at the very beginning but i'm i'm realizing that in order to enhance my relationship with Jasil, my enhance my relationship with my kids i really have to have that time for myself to to build the vision that i want to build um to help that because i I can tell you, and this is anybody listening out there, like I can tell you at the seven month mark, the six or seven month mark of, of this, you know, like I started to realize that there was more to my life than my wife and kids and not in a negative way, but I wasn't able to verbalize that the way that I, that I, it was festering inside. And it's because I, I do, I am a giver. Like I want to provide value in the world. I want to, you know, Jocelyn and I talk often about like we're humans, uh, we're souls in a hum having a human experience. Like what are we going to leave for our future selves, right? And so like that has been festering inside of me the last, you know, like three weeks since she said it. And I'm like, I love my wife very much. I love my kids very much. It's time to love myself very much and 
push forward into what I want to give the world. So when I when I wake up years and years years from now as a young boy or young girl or whatever other body I'm in, I can find the love and the value that I've given in a previous life. Yeah. And I mean, once again, you know, you're, for me, it's, I've, I've stayed at home with the kids, you know, essentially since they were born and I've had a few jobs here and there where I'm away from them, but for the most part, it, it's been mostly with them. And, you know, I came to that realization a long time ago, like, and, and you know, and Alex for a long time didn't get it where I would tell him like, I am not satisfied being just a stay at home mom. And he's like, what do you mean? I thought this is what you want to do. And I'm like, yes, like I want my kids home. I don't want them in school, but I don't want to be the one to be there 24 seven. And like for a long time, like we had arguments about that because he just didn't get it. And, and now I'm like, now you get it. <laughs> I was like, I like, yes, we see the benefit of being with our children and all of that. And we don't want to be the only ones with them 24 seven. Um, once again, public school systems, not an option so don't oh you know it's just easy just put them in a public it's not gonna happen there's nothing about a public school system that i want to uh my kids to be in awareness of so there are alternative alternative ways to make it happen and that's where my vision comes in because i was like if i can imagine it then i can make it happen and i'm gonna hold my vision to be our truth so they're just waking up and the, and the last i want to say one last thing and, and transition hey lumi right. lumi needs to go pee and i i have to go take her okay so i'm going to say this as she walks away and, and she can watch this later <laughs> is um communicating that vision together you know like we've we've communicated the vision but even getting to a more specific of like down to the t the vision and that's you know that's one thing that i i like or I'm excited for in our future here is that we have decided that we need to communicate or we need to be very clear on what our vision is individually, but also together uh, as we, as we create the life that we want to create. And, and uh, you know, that, that it's not always easy. So with that being said, the future is very bright for us and the RV has taught us a lot of things and we are excited to create the life that we want to uh, with intention and with community and uh, with a lot of love. And I'm, I'm going to leave a, a quick note on intention. Um, I'm, I'm in New York City right now in the childhood home where I grew up, where my parents live, um, because Alex has to work. And I figured, you know, we were spending Thanksgiving here and my son's birthday. And I was like, I'd rather stay here so you can fully focus on work and then we'll meet again for Christmas but intentionality we were having a conversation this week and somebody was like well you know like what's the point of being intentional with everything like you don't everything doesn't have to have a meaning like you could just do things to do them and yes absolutely like you can just do things to do them and my point to them is to me intention is you know like building the house brick by brick right you can lay that some of them intentional and some of them not intentional but then when you come to put on the roof like is your son is, is your foundation solid like is what you built solid or is it something that now you have to worry about because you didn't intentionally put every single brick down and and that is I am at the point in my life where every step 
I, I am going to put intention behind it. I'm going to put my heart behind it because that is what's going to lead me to my larger vision, right? If we're not intentional with every step that we're taking, with everything that we're putting down, that we're leaving behind, then when you look back, what do you expect to see? And that, that is the difference to me of being intentional with something versus doing something just because. I always ask myself, but why? Why do I want to do this? You know, what is the purpose of it? Is, am I doing this for me? Am I doing those for those coming behind me? Like, what is the point of this? And that's not to say like, don't do things that you don't, like do things that you enjoy, do things that make you happy. But whenever, you know, like you're, you're building your life, like we're at a point where we're essentially laying the foundation of where we want to see ourselves in 10 years and the way we want to experience life and our children to experience life. It's, to me, it wouldn't make sense to not make it intentional. Like everything has to be intentional from here on out, because if not, it's what we're building our entire lives upon. And, you know, to listen, like he said, life book and the way they've built their vision, I'm not necessarily wrong. You know, he says, you don't need to know the how and the everything in between, which we know like manifestation, but you have to have that vision and you need to know your next step. And I think that that's where I'm at. It's like, I see the vision. I know what I want my next step to be. And I just have to be intentional with every step they're on. I don't need to know every single step, but I need to know the next step. And that has to be intentional. Um, and, and we see that, right? We've lived a year of our only intention was to discover ourselves, to become closer, to figure out what we wanted. And I think we've accomplished that. And now we're setting our next intention that is deeper because it's more about what are we actually building for ourselves, for our visions, and how are we going to get there, you know, closer to that, so. Yeah, I think okay. that, that was a really good wrap up. And uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, please like uh, and also share with someone that, that may resonate with this. And until next time, uh, have a good day. All right. Bye.